very welcome to this week's podcast. This is Rosemary O'Shaughnessy, Digital Content Manager. This week, my guest is Whitney Orts. She's a social entrepreneur, connector, stress relief and well-being coach. And she specialises in working with women, business leaders and entrepreneurs. So take a moment, listen to the podcast and learn more. All the best. Hello, Whitney. You are very welcome to this week's podcast. And like myself, you work in the health and well-being space. So can you firstly tell me about your business and what inspired you to start your business? Thank you so much, Rosemary, for this invitation and this opportunity to connect with you and your listeners here. I'm truly delighted to be able to talk about wellness and support of the listeners as well as others who may join us as we continue here together in the work that we both do. As you stated, I started this organization called Whole Health Self-Care, which is a platform for women leaders around the world where they can engage with stress relief, mindset and well-being coaching, self-care packages, and also additional expertise through a Whole Health series that I organize, which is comprised of online forums and a podcast. Really acknowledging the need for us to support our whole health to be able to have the capacity to lead with compassion and empathy and kindness for ourselves as well as for those we serve at work and at home. And I'm also the founder of Eliana's Light, which is a regional nonprofit here in the United States, where I am based in Washington, D.C. And we support the whole health of families that include children who have medical complexities. So those are those who have serious illnesses. They see multiple specialists, have many medicines, often are hospitalized for long and unexpected periods of time. We recognize that the whole of oneself is so important to care for, as well as the whole of a family in the unit. So I work on both of these organizations simultaneously. Very, very interesting. And as you said, that you work with women. Now, obviously, it's women make a lot of the decisions for health for themselves and for the families, like what food is brought into a home and um, whether to encourage children to take exercise. And also, obviously, if you're running a business, if you are health and you're not feeling well, obviously, that is going to impact your business. So, what have you have you found is there any particular set of women that especially needed your help um, and especially during COVID because people's routines have changed and during during COVID I could imagine we all know people watched more Netflix for instance but they could have been eating the chocolate bar watching Netflix mm-hmm. which wouldn't be good so what is there anybody particular that you found especially needed needed your help and how did you help them well women leaders who are very mission driven and purpose led especially come for support and those are women leaders who wear many hats some are 
mothers of children who have medical complexity, and I serve and support them through Eliana's Light, the nonprofit. And others are heads of businesses, organizations, they're scientists, they're doctors, they're philosophers. They walk and move through all different sectors in our societies and our economies, and they're holding up a lot at home as well as in the workplace. If they are entrepreneurs or entrepreneurial thinkers within large organizations, they are creative ones. They are giving often through the whole of themselves. And in that process where we've been going through a time of such deep transition, many have been contemplating what, how is it that they are going to be able to support their families, their organizations, their businesses, their colleagues, their loved ones, while also not falling apart, you know, at the same time. And so we work together on really building up their well to thus have more energy and means and capacity to be as productive as they can possibly be, to express the fullest of their potential, to have the mental clarity to be able to make decisions for they make a million or more a day to have the emotional balance to be able to respond and not react in times of hardship or when being triggered by something or someone or circumstances to ensure that the circumstances aren't leading their way. It's more of their way being able to lead the circumstances and to have a way of well-being and maintaining that with a growth mindset, moving into the next space in life to see things as an opportunity to learn, like what can they take from this moment that can then apply and move them into the next space with confidence, ease, and care for oneself. So that those means... are the women who come with me through my two, two words now. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because one area that obviously affects people, women in business, especially leaders in business, is they are at the cold front of a lot of changes um, and that can cause a lot of stress. And obviously, when people are stressed, like it has proved our memory, for example, we aren't as good, our concentration, our focus. So all kinds of areas can suffer. And obviously, that will, st will stop people being as productive. And obviously, you help there. Have you any particular tips for women in business um, that helps them manage stress and focus on their leadership skills or you help them focus on their leadership skills because they're managing stress etc and maybe health challenges better yes it is all connected as i see because of the nature of us being integrated beings and to recognize that with them and acknowledging the need to care for the whole health of themselves as part of their stress relief and prioritizing that from a space of knowing that they, they themselves matter and have worth and are valued. And so what we do is looking at each area of whole health 
as part of the stress relief plan and strategy and tips. So that means in stress relief specifically, what are some small and easy to do techniques that can really work for you within your routine, starting right from the moment you get up. And these can be free, short, and something that is just going to blend well with what you are naturally inclined to do. So for example, when you're waking up in the morning, taking an extra couple of minutes pause in bed to just connect with your mind and your body through the breath by deeply breathing in, relaxing out with the exhale and imagining that inhale really nourishing you and filling you and with the exhale releasing that which no longer serves and setting a positive intention for the day ahead through this calm space. Throughout the morning, some like to practice gratitude by writing a short statement or two in a journal that includes some positive affirmations that helps to set the tone. Others, it is to go outside for a few minutes, really deeply inhale the fresh air or the noises, the soft sense of the wind on their face, connecting into all their senses to be fully present and centering themselves through that way or looking at how a leaf moves in the wind, or how the colors of a flower are so unique and the design so amazing. It's centering in with awe, as well as that gratitude and focus and presence that can help in just those few moments of a morning hour. And then in terms of other stress relief tools, we look at really building a go-to toolbox for them to use regularly throughout the day. So if mindfulness can be a main part of their practice during the day, that is very helpful for so many. Also short meditations, if a whole hour is not doable, it can even be a few minutes of like, five minutes of just listening to the sounds around and then focusing through the breath, or it could be through a guided meditation. There are many apps available now for free that people can use to just listen in to even sounds of nature or somebody's calming voice to guide them through a meditation. And we can go into even more on stress relief. I'd like to move into the other areas of whole health as they do affect and influence the release of stress. So for example, the nutritional intake that we have for whatever is your means of eating, thinking about the nutrition. Are you getting the kinds of nutrients that your body really needs to operate at full capacity? Are you really recognizing when you're putting the food in your mouth how it is a soothing healing factor as food is medicine as the quote goes water as well good hydration sometimes we power through our work and women in business with so much on the go water just isn't you know thought of as a priority oftentimes but just keeping a jug on the desk where you are and and really regularly taking sips can help your mind even be clearer you feel better overall and it's something that's a very simple add-on you know to what is already 
kind of commonplace on your desk. Another is movement, where some people who take in stress in a very physical way and they're experiencing it through tense muscles, tight back, neck, etc. Movement to release stress is a very helpful way for them. So whether it's taking a brisk walk, doing some stretching, and regularly if you're sitting at the desk by just light twists and stretching out the arms and the back and the shoulders can make a big difference. So movement being very key for the overall stress relief. Connection to community is another area. So where you are intentionally engaging with people who are uplifting, fulfilling for you, that you are gaining something that you need for your own well-being, whether or not it relates to the work that you do. Maybe it's a book club, or maybe it's something else that you really enjoy that's a pastime like gardening or something else that can give you a break in your pattern for the concentration of work or family or other things. So really in acknowledging the importance of community and whatever form that takes nowadays, it can be more online. And we can continue through the other areas of whole health if you'd like, but just to make the point on how stress relief isn't a standalone, right? It really does influence and is influenced by all the other areas of our whole health. Yeah. So that's important no. to focus on. Yeah, no, very interesting. And I agree with you. And also now, so many people are working remotely and they they might, for example, <laughs> um, for example, they could be sitting not in a good desk and that could be bad for their back. And there's all these, and they mightn't be, before people were working remotely, they would have gone to work at a certain time, they would have come home at a certain time. So there's all these kind of areas that can obviously ha have a huge impact on, on all our health. So what other recommendations ha have you for the overall health for business women? Um, to make them actually continue to thrive now and after COVID. Yes, thank you. I would like to focus for a few minutes here on mindset because of the need for women entrepreneurs and women who are heads of businesses to maintain a growth oriented mindset so that they are really seeing the positive possibilities that are ahead of them and how caring for their whole self can help in maintaining and building and growing that growth mindset. And alternatively, the growth mindset helps to really recognize the importance of caring for their whole selves for their overall well-being. So what do I mean by growth mindset? It's a term that has been used often. So for the purpose of our conversation, I'll share a definition so we're all on the same page. It is really the belief that our talents and abilities can be improved with effort, intention, and action. So the characteristics of having a growth mindset are typically like being open to new possibilities, being curious, seeing any mistakes that we make as real learning opportunities, and failures as just temporary things from which we learn and grow, 
We embrace challenges, we welcome feedback, and we view other successes as sources of inspiration. So we're a woman leader today who's going through tremendous transitions, has a lot to consider, may have young children at home who are at home for online learning or have to manage team in multiple countries. And there are cultural differences, there are uh, technological differences, they're dealing with a lot of different nuances to their daily lives that weren't there before. Many more pulls on their time and energy. So it does need to be an intentional, regular effort to put themselves in a space of priority among their to-do list because everybody needs them to be at a high point of functionality, right? They also need for themselves because they matter. Yeah. Really reminding themselves they matter. So they, for their own worth, deserve to be treating themselves with love and kindness and compassion. And that's not often easy for those who are givers, right? Who are, especially those heads of companies and organizations that have a lot of to-dos. But it is so important for the long term and to really acknowledge that. Yeah, very much. And during COVID, have you seen women uh, entrepreneurs have any particular challenges uh, because their businesses are adapting and as you brought up the subject of learning and seeing what works and all that side of things obviously when people are learning new things it for some people it can cause a lot of stress other people it can be very very exciting like there's not one fit uh, for all of us so have you seen anything particular there Definitely. And as you bring up the point of how each person is unique, so each person really is managing through a lot of circumstances that are challenging in their own ways and taking from the history of that person's life experiences as well. It all mixes together into this moment where they can be feeling very overwhelmed and very stressed. And what I have been seeing is that it's playing out in all areas of their whole health. So some clients, for example, are experiencing tremendous shifts in relationships from romantic relationships to work relationships and members memberships within communities, friendships. The nature of relationships have really been shifting a lot over the last year and a half due to COVID. And those who have loved ones who have passed away as a result of COVID or during this time. It has been tremendously challenging. There is a lot of grieving going on. There is a lot of contemplation of what truly matters, you know, to them in their lives and how they want to engage within relationships moving forward. And the positive side, I've seen more really truly wanting to express love in ways that they held back more before and how to do that to be received well in various communities. Another area is time, where many women feel they don't have the time to do what they truly want to do. And thus we build in 
very small through the one-on-one -on -one coaching that I provide, very small shifts with the intentional focus and yes, the regular effort to be able to have the mindset and the dedication to self to know that it is so important to just make these subtle shifts and again in ways that they will feel inclined and that will resonate with them and their daily routines. Yeah, that all makes sense. Now, Whitney, you mentioned there that you have your one-to-one -one coaching. Now, we're all different. Like, for example, some people to go for a walk, like to, some people like to go by themselves. Some people like to go with a walking partner to keep them on track. So do you also do group coaching to, and do you find that helpful as well uh, for women entrepreneurs? for, um, you know, health, business, all that side of things as well. I offer through whole health self-care right now, one-on-one -on -one coaching because it is so personalized. It focuses a lot on deep connection, helping the woman really connect in with herself and her inner wisdom and creating ideas and plans and tools to support her exactly where she is in this moment and where she is in her whole health, where she is with her life circumstances to give her the kind of personalized support that really matters to her in this time. So it's a very you know, deep and committed partnership that we have through that coaching. With Eliana's Light, I often through group work will support caregivers, especially the moms of children who have medical complexities. And that is through different stress relief programs, even WhatsApp support groups through that app and group ways. So through the different organizations, I have been supporting in different ways. Very important um, because if the carers don't get help and when they need help they obviously aren't able to look after and um, the people they care for so it is very vital what you're doing that and very very valuable it's a, gr a great thing you're doing there what would your final takeaways or recommendations for whole health self-care for now during COVID? after COVID, that people thrive, health, well-being, business, etc. Thank you. I really highlight, recommend, and hope that your listeners will take into account the value that they hold within them and the importance of caring for the whole of themselves and their well-being so they're able to show up in the way they truly want to in their work and for their loved ones and to be able to express the fullest of their potentials in the world with a caring kind and compassionate leadership that our world and our earth so desperately are asking for and to connect with others and yourself deeply and with authenticity and through community so that is greater collaboration with the support for others in their whole health and well-being so together as a overall society and world we are more generally compassionate and caring and kind to ourselves and to others 
So thank you, Rosemary, for the opportunity to express that hope and desire, you know, for others in the world. And I wish the same for you as well here. Thank no, you. I, I agree with you. It's amazing when you work together, how much more we can achieve and um, how much more we can be creative. You can have more inspiration. There's just so many positives. Um, and that obviously can make all those things can make the world a much better place for all of us. So I have to say I agree with you wholeheartedly, Whitney. I'd like to say a special thank you. And I will be writing a blog post. And obviously, I will include links to your business and also will be reminding people of all that you do. So that is great. And thank you very much for your time, Whitney. Thank you so much, Rosemary. I have been so delighted to be with you here. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity. You're more than welcome, Whitney. Many thanks for listening to this podcast. This is Rosemary O'Shaughnessy from digitalcontentmanager.ie. I design WordPress websites. I train and I also create digital content. So if you would like to learn more, contact me. We can organize a one-to-one Zoom call, get to know each other and learn about how I can help you and your business. This is Rosemary Shocknessy from digitalcontentmanager.ie. Take care. All the best. Bye.